Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Monday, May 28th. That means it's Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. I'm yeah. Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Go ahead and say a prayer. How about something for those who've given their lives? Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we, uh, we do indeed thank you for today. We thank you for the significance of the remembering all those who sacrificed to give the freedom that we live under. We thank you, Lord, for the lives, for the families that are connected to them, Lord. And we thank you for the privilege that we have today. We ask God as we read scripture today, as we reflect on this text and the struggle of this text and the importance of this text, that it uh, applies to our life in a fresh way. May your spirit lead us into new truth. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading from Romans 2, 1 through 11 again, and it's today the New Living Translation. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself. For you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see what his kindness is intended to turn you? Or can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. All right. What are these things that people think that everybody's doing that they're doing? Is it all the things that were mentioned in the previous chapter? There was the, the long list of things, many of them sexual. So is he implying that, in fact, everybody is doing the same things? Because that, that seems a little... Again, he writes in such a... He kind of circles whatever it is that he's talking about, so it's never actually... Stated, it's impossible to tell what it is. It's a, it's a real alluding to things, and you know how I feel about alluding to things. <laughs> um, like spit it out, dude. What is it that everybody is doing? Because I don't see that people all commit exactly the same sins. Um, but I think we're talking about that more tomorrow. So maybe we should. I should stop talking about this and you should say what the recalibrate well, question is. It, I think, it's just, uh, no. I've read it now twice and I keep going, I don't even know what he's talking about. Well, no, I, I actually think, don't. No, I think, it's a good, I think it's a good question because it, it is really, the problem is, is that we dissect the text into these chapters and verses all the time, which, which is easy for us to digest. But in truth, it is one fluid thought that Paul is on. So he's on this one It's a fluid speech. thought that he is on, but he's not considering his audience. Uh, well, it actually does make sense because what, what he's really saying is this. He starts off with the gospel 
possible. So I'm going to just do a, re- a quick recap, and then we'll dive into the recalibrate questions today. But he does, he starts with the gospel, which we, we did in the beginning of chapter one. He then says, it's the entire letter that I'm going to tell you is, is literally that God is letting you know that the, your salvation is guaranteed, and he's going to put everything right. And then he says, but if you're not right with God, if you actually go un, in the unrighteous way, you're going to live this kind of like, horrible life and this horrible life I'm just going to have to give you up and I give you up and you you live this kind of like way that destroys humanity when I created you this way and then he says and you think that it's not about you you think it's not about other people but you start to judge all these people and it's actually you you guys are doing this yeah I, I mean I get the idea about not judging people yeah <clears throat> and that's why I think he ends on this where, where where we see this end but he comes to this point here where he's saying there's no favoritism but let's uh let's dive into the question today which is uh this have you ever thought of God's judgment as very good news from the standpoint of those who have suffered injustice well I can answer that in a oh. word and the answer is no I haven't thought of it oh, that well, way and it's really? not because you know we talked yesterday about yeah about the idea of injustice and that it, it's not fair for things to just kind of go unsettled. I'm going to just but, digest that question one more time before you just okay. answered it so quickly. And I, well, I, 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 I have I, things. Did I have an explanation? I'm not already, just okay. going to say the word now. All right. Because <laughs> let me finish my sentence. The reason I kind of, I have a problem with the uh-huh. entire story in the sense that, okay, if you're somebody who has suffered injustice, is it enough for you that the people who've caused the thing die or I think it's not you know we have courts of law here in this country there are people who are punished for their crimes and I think that's better than nothing but it doesn't go anywhere toward making up for what you've lost nothing can make up for what you've lost so it can't be fixed um hmm what's wrong what's been wrong cannot be fixed I don't think think that prison's useless then um, Do you think punishments are useless? Like, no, I think the purpose of prison isn't to punish people. I think the purpose of it should be to keep people who are dangerous away from other people. Oh. Not really as a punishment. That's how well, I see it, which is why I don't, I don't favor that... prison for people who are not likely to do crimes against yeah. people or who don't do things that are dangerous. I think there are other ways to punish them. Well, yeah. So, I mean, with that, we could go on and on and on about and we, that. And maybe we should because it's, it is interesting that they're, they're I mean... Well, yes, you're right. Prison and the entire judicial system um, is not just about uh, about making it safe for others, but it's actually also punitive. It's also there to say, "Hey, you know, you took life, and therefore you'll be punished." You'll be punished or it's supposed well to be that. a deterrent. You know, yeah. that presumably you would have the presence of mind to think, "I don't want to go to jail for the rest of my life, and so I don't think I'll do this thing." But then. I think a lot of people who tend to commit crimes aren't people who have a lot of ability to do kind of long-term cause and effect or, you know, those aren't always their strongest so do, you, do you think Sam's abilities. question here really is asking, do we like the idea of revenge? Do you think that's the underlying thought Yeah, I here? think he's saying that often we think of judgment as a bad thing because we think of ourselves or nice people like us as the ones being mm. judged, but maybe if we thought of it as being... And he didn't want, he didn't want I mean, I'm teasing Sam, but he didn't really want to ask us, do you like revenge? Well, he, but, what but, he, I think he's talking about is, I mean, don't you want revenge when we're talking about, say, Hitler, for instance, which yeah. is kind of the the go to low bar for human behavior, right? Mm. So, you know, everybody kind of agrees. I mean, we we could even go a few rungs up from Hitler, probably, and there would be people that we all think should be 
punished. And so I mean, Harvey Weinstein was just arrested on what, Friday? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's been a long thing coming. And I think most people are pretty happy to see a decades-long injustice against all kinds of people come to some sort of fruition. Bill Cosby, you know, th- there's been a massive movement in this direction with Me Too and all of these things. Yeah. I think the that, last I think there is interesting, year I mean, so. there's an interesting concept uh, woven through the Bible text, uh, through many of the stories where you, you'll hear often that God hears the cry from the ground of injustice, yeah. right? And, you, you know, um, even from the very beginning in, in the story of Genesis there, you'll hear that the, the phrase where it says the blood in the ground, you know, from, from Cain and Abel and the struggle there and the death there. And, and there's like, there's this, there's this kind of like this, this cry where God's saying, look, I hear that there is this thing. And I think that God is saying, I, I understand the intense pain that people are going through and I'm, and he is going through this pain with us. And so I think that's actually a really important fact for us to not forget that God understands this kind of thing that we are suffering every single day. Yet, the thought of God's judgment really deter- depends on what you think the judgment is, which is what we are trying to really unpack more fully. Um, and we'll get there probably by the end of this week maybe, by the end of next week, more f- fully as Paul really unpacks it. We, we can't really jump ahead of the text. Well, is, there, is there time for me to say one thing? Or always. should I save it for another no, day? No, say it. Well, there's this fantastic book that I love called Lincoln and the Bardo. It's by George Sanders, one of my Saunders, one of my favorite writers ever. And there's a scene in it, all these, I mean, long story short, all these people are in this kind of purgatory space. They're dead and yet they they're not willing to go on to the afterlife. So they're kind of lingering in the book. And one of them was a reverend or a priest of some kind. And the reason he's lingering is that he actually saw um, the afterlife and he saw that he was going to go to hell and he has no idea why, you know, Mm -hmm. he, he peered through these doors and he saw that he was going to be cast into this pit. And so he ran away. He can't face moving onto that stage and he cannot remember why, like, what did he do? Mm -hmm. He feels like he tried and I think that's what we fear about God's judgment is the sense that it might be just totally arbitrary, that we think that we're doing okay and yet we're not. Because the Bible's constantly talking about, oh, you people who think you're fine and you're not. So that is a little I, alarming. How I do think, you know how to live a good life if you can't trust your own judgment? And I think that's exactly the issue that Paul's trying to address here because he's he's saying, no, it's actually not that it's actually that unpredictable and no, it's not actually that chaotic and no, it's not actually that weird. It's actually that you do have a choice and he's going to get to that point, but I'm not going to steal the thunder right now. Look, just don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Know that there is light at the end of the tunnel and uh, we will get through this this week. We will get through it today, but... Think about this for yourself. Process this because it's a good way to do this every day. Uh, have you ever thought about God's judgment as a very good news from the standpoint of those who have suffered injustice? Look after your friends, look after your community, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.